Welcome to the very first episode of the Ordnance Branch Power Hour podcast. I have with me here Sergeant Major Mendoza and Sergeant First Class Tucker, and I am Sergeant First Class Johnston. I'll be your host today, and I'll let my guests introduce themselves. Good morning. My name is Sergeant Major Mendoza. I'm the Ordnance Branch Sergeant Major. Morning, Sergeant Tucker. I'm the uh, Talent Management NCO for 89 Delta EOD. Okay, and today we're just going to be talking about the Power Hour and where we came from, where we're going with it, and what we're hoping to get from our audience, which is you. So, um, I guess, Sergeant Major, what was the goal of the Power Hour originally when we first started it? So, the goal when I first got here uh, for the Power Hour is to uh, give us another form of outreach uh, to the force. Uh, because one of the things we hear a lot about, uh, especially when we go out and we do um, these LPDs, is that they typically never really hear from the ordinance branch. Uh, and so, you know, for me, that was something that I really wanted to change, you know, when I got out here. Uh, and one of the things I asked is, okay, how could we, you know, reach out or, you know, uh, update you on different things that are, you know, coming up uh, through the branch? And so that came to mind was, you know, some platform uh, that allows us to reach out to the force uh, without having to go to each individual uh, location. So that's how uh, I came up with the, the Power Hour and, you know, got some feedback from you all uh, to kind of figure out how we wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. And originally, this was a, a lunch hour thing where we would reach out to the branch through Teams. Um, and then I guess we kind of found out that that really wasn't reaching as many people. We got a pretty good response. I think like it was like 50 to 100 people per um, Power Hour Teams. We have, so, yeah. we have thousands. Um, so we're hoping to reach that many more times 10 uh, <laughs> with the Power Hour. Um, so we, we started the, the podcast for what reason, really? Like, Well, I think the, what we were trying to do was the opportunity with the Power Hour is to get information and put it out there. As, essentially trying to, when we work in a specific place, we have access to a lot of information that a lot of soldiers don't. And so we want to be able to give them that information. But like we saw with the Power Hour, uh, it's, it was time limited. You had to be available and next to a computer on Teams at that exact moment when we were going live to talk about things. Mm -hmm. And so we, we really wanted that interactivity, but without everyone being available at the time, you know, there's soldiers in the motor pool, there's soldiers getting chow, there's soldiers all over the place, so they may not be able to get that information, so they're gonna miss out that month mm -hmm. just because they were at the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, whereas with the... Or give up the coveted lunch hour. Yeah, or give up the lunch <laughs> hour, yeah. Like, soldiers need that lunch time. And so, we wanted to be able to be reach, reach folks even when they're not sitting right next to a computer. Right. So with the, the podcast, uh, you can download, listen to it, you can watch it at your own leisure rather than having to be there at a specific time. And additionally, uh, some of the times the Power Hour kind of felt uh, not necessarily mechanical, but a little bit like a town hall. Like you were sitting here, questions would come in, I'd give you the question, answer, and it didn't, it didn't necessarily feel organic. So what we're trying to recreate now is get more of a... Uh, if you were here in the building with us and have a conversation. So we want to get more of that conversational dialogue where we can give the information, but in a more relatable and easier to, bite-sized packages, easier to use. Easier to digest. Yeah. Yep, awesome. And the podcast will also be able to find that on um, Apple, Spotify, uh, the military website, DVIDs. Um, so it's really, we're going to be able to broadcast that 
all over. Um, and then we also will be able to put it on our Facebook group, which is pretty new, but like, I guess we did that so that we could also reach more people. And, and I think it was you, Sergeant Major, that kind of led that Facebook group um, charge. Right. And, you know, one thing that, you know, we understand um, with this generation is social media is a, a part of life, all right? And so they hear it all the time, you know, go on the HRC website and, you know, find, you know, your talent management NCO or your assignment manager. And some of the soldiers don't know how to navigate um, the HRC website. So we wanted to develop a Facebook group that allowed them um, a, a more free reign uh, of communication uh, when it comes to trying to get certain questions answered or you know just even locate uh, individuals like their talent management NCO or their assignment manager uh, and that allows them um, you know an outlet to to do that um, you know because if you tell them to find someone on a, a Facebook group uh, then they're a lot more like you know they're a lot more likely to find them that way uh, than they are uh, on the um, HRC website mm -hmm. and so that was the idea behind creating a Facebook group uh, and you know making it specific to ordinance uh, that way they can ask ordinance specific questions whether it's about schooling whether it's about career development um, whether it's about you know just anything general um, you know that has to do with the military and, and has to do with their career uh, and so that was the idea behind a Facebook group and um, you know, so far we got a lot of good traction uh, uh, on the Facebook group. Probably some people still don't know about it, and so hopefully that's what things like this podcast will do uh, is reach out to the masses as well mm -hmm. uh, and allow them to know that, hey, um, this Facebook group does exist, uh, and you all can join this group and ask questions and, um, you know, look for mentors and things like that. And so that's what really what we wanted to get after with the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, we think we all saw firsthand how little people um, knew about us because <laughs> our Facebook group pre uh, questions to get in were, uh, "What's your, who's your assignment manager?" And um, I think a lot of people a lot left of, that blank. A lot, lot of interesting answers there. <laughs> yeah, very few correct. So that of, that just highlights our need to get out there and yeah. get the information. A lot of previous names, a lot of uh, people yeah. who have gone and left uh, names that we've we've never even heard of. We had to look up so. Yeah, hopefully this will help um, introduce people to us better um, and also get those answers correct when getting into the Facebook group page. Um, and then I mentioned that we're going to be putting this on YouTube. We haven't decided yet if we're going to publish this first video on YouTube. We are recording it with um, audio and Love video. right for YouTube. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you wore the right uniform for the YouTube yeah. debut. Um, if we decide to go that way with this one. But another reason we're putting it on YouTube is so people can uh, interact with us, uh, like it, uh, what's the... Uh, this is when you pointed all the things on the yeah. screen for them to click on. Yeah, like I'm, not, the, I'm not used like to all those. <laughs> like, subscribe, and comment, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, right. um, so at least like and comment, and then of course the podcast will be put on the HRC YouTube. I didn't even know HRC had a YouTube page, but they do, so. See, I think that kind of goes back to the uh, accessibility we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. the, the idea, like, you could listen to the, the podcast anywhere. Uh, the same thing is, like, if you're going to the HRC website to pull up my email from the Ordinance Branch page, 
that's kind of a formal process. Soldiers might not be work like might not be sure if they want to email. Uh, also, do soldiers have access to that kind of computer? Or do right. they have CAC reader access during yeah. the day when they're out in the right. motor pool, out of chat, wherever they wherever they have to be working? Uh, whereas every one of them's got a phone in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Everybody right. can get on that Facebook group and throw their question about their hey, I don't understand this about the market, mm-hmm. or I've heard this about the marketplace. Is that true? You can go in there and kind of ask those informal questions. You might not want to email a sergeant major mm-hmm. about some question where you'd feel silly asking, but right. on Facebook you can ask a question. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's still Facebook. You know, it's still a a professional group, so we keep the behavior professional, keep it respectful mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be. But it is a more relaxed environment to ask those kind of questions because I don't have to address a sergeant major or a right. senior NCO. I can just kind of ask a question to the group. The group, yeah. Right, right. Just putting it out there for anybody, mm-hmm. knowing more than likely you're going to have the sergeant major or the sergeant first class or the master sergeant answer your question, but you don't have that. Most people don't have that title in front of their name on Facebook. I know. I know a few people do, but <laughs> most people, I know I don't, have, a, have that title in front of your name. It makes it a little more personable. Um, so yeah, we're hoping that we'll be able to get that out there to people. Um, what are some topics that you're hoping soldiers will bring up, Sergeant Major? So one of the, I think the topics that we hear the most about, uh, especially you know from senior NCOs, um, you know, senior staff sergeants all the way through master sergeants, and even in some cases, sergeants majors, uh, is, you know, career development. Um, because there's so much unknown uh, about the marketplace uh, and what goes into the marketplace, a lot of times what we hear from these, you know, LPDs are, hey, sergeant major, you know, what do I, you know, what do I need to do uh, in order to set myself uh, above my peers, or what do I need to do? What assignment do I need to take uh, in order to, you know, make myself competitive uh, for the next rank? Uh, and so, what we're hoping uh, to get is more questions in in that regard, uh, so we can try to help um, NCOs that really are just kind of grinding, you know, just out there, just doing their job, you Working. know, right, just doing what they're supposed to do, uh, and nobody's really guiding them as to what to do once all that stops Mm -hmm. like once you stop the grind once you're out of the motor pool like what kind of assignments what kind of jobs or what kind of certifications right uh, that you should be looking for and so that's really what we want to help them with while doing that we also want them to understand that it really doesn't um it really doesn't have anything to do with your assignment, like how we assign you. Um, do we try to match people up to the best um, assignment that we can get them to? We do, uh, but we don't go into like a massive deep dive um, when it comes to, you know, what does this person offer? Each now, individual. Right. Now, when it comes to certain skill sets like airborne, ranger, um, things like that, uh, that you have to have in order to get to a certain um, organization, then that's different. But if you're talking about you know certifications and uh, things of that nature, it has more to do with promotion than it has to do with your assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's something that you know we tend to get a lot of uh, out there in the forces. You know, what can I do to get promoted? What can I do to get to the next level? Uh, but again, what we want to try to help them understand or separate is your assignment doesn't necessarily have to do with your promotion. They're not, they're not really um, 
one and the same uh, as to how we assign you mm -hmm. uh, to different locations. Now, what you do in that assignment does have to do with getting promoted. Right. Um, and so that's where they coincide with one another mm -hmm. is you perform well at this assignment in the duty station that you're at. Yeah. If, and if you keep keep that going, then eventually you'll get promoted. Right. Uh, but on the front end, it has nothing to do much with how we assign you right. unless you unless you offer a specific skill set to get to that organization. Yeah. So uh, like if they have an option for the 18th Airborne Corps or the 82nd Airborne Corps or excuse me, Airborne Division. Um, they won't necessarily make a difference if they go to one or the other. It matters what they're doing in those locations as an airborne leader. Right, right. When it comes to promotion, right. Uh, when it comes to promotion, and that, and that's, you know, some of the questions that we've received, uh, especially you know on on the Facebook group, and um, definitely when we go uh, to the LPDs, um, you know, with the new OML process and and. NCOs trying to figure out, okay, how how do I go from one OML number one year and I drop, you know, OML numbers the next year? Mm -hmm. um, and so for some of them, you know, that causes a little anxiety uh, because they don't, they feel like they don't know what they don't know. Right. Uh, and so some of them feel like I'm doing everything you told me to do. You know, I'm, I'm checking all the boxes. Mm -hmm. Why am I not getting uh, promoted? Um, and, you know, what we want them to understand is sometimes you can check all the boxes and you feel like you're not getting promoted. And that's not necessarily true because one thing I tell them is, well, you don't know what boxes someone ahead of you uh, is checking or has checked. Mm -hmm. um, and so and we're you, adding to the pool as well. Right. And, and so you don't necessarily want to approach it in that regard, you know, when it comes to promotion is, okay, what am I doing that someone else you know, isn't or what am I not doing that someone else is doing? And I, I always tell them, just do what you're supposed to do. Just mm -hmm. be successful in what you're supposed to be successful in. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing because you, you have no control of that. Mm -hmm. um, you have no control of that. Same thing uh, with the assignments. Don't worry about what assignment someone else is getting because you don't have any control of that. Like, just worry about the assignment uh, that you're given um, and trust that we here at HRC is doing uh, our best job to get you to the right place at the right time. So um, hopefully, you know, that's what this drives is, you know, that conversation, whether it's about promotion or uh, about assignments. Mm -hmm. That kind of reminds me of a, a, a phrase I heard the other day is uh, bloom where you're planted. Mm -hmm. so that was an interesting idea of like, you know, you may not have absolute control over wherever you're going, but you have control over how you re react to that right. situation. Mm -hmm. But I think my question, and this is the opportunity for with the uh, the comments, you know, suggestions, those sort of things. Is that the kind of stuff you guys want to hear about? Is that the kind of uh, like career progression? I, usually promotion and how, how do I get promoted? How do I get this duty station? Usually those are like the top mm -hmm. two. Everybody's like, like in my population, Eglin Air Force Base. That's where everybody's always trying to go. It's in Florida. It's, in, it's an instructor position. So it's, it's a pretty good spot. So I got a lot of people trying to go there all the time. Uh, those are always hot button topics for me. I assume they are uh, for everybody else. But I guess they got to get an opportunity to tell us that mm -hmm. is that if you have different questions maybe stuff right. we didn't think of you know yeah. i think would be good to let us know so that we can research it and then act like we knew what we were talking about the whole time yeah definitely <laughs> i mean that's, that's the goal right yeah yeah um, i agree and i think uh really this podcast while we want it to be for the ordinance branch really it can be for anybody 
um, as we talk about things like how the marketplace works, how assignments get loaded, um, hopefully bring in guest speakers. Uh, I know we have a lot of relationships inside the building with um, special mission units, um, their LNOs. We have relationships with other talent management managers who could maybe come on and guest spot. Well, like he had that the idea of bringing somebody from Secretariat in here. I think that would be great. Oh yeah, right. Right. bringing somebody from DA Secretariat right. to come in here right. and actually break down like. Here's the board. Here's right. how yeah. it works. Process, right. we, there's lots of rumors and like you can go. Actually, there's the HRC website does have a uh, mock board mm -hmm. that you can that users can log on and look at. It's mm -hmm. uh, actually really informative, but a lot of times that's not as uh, some people don't feel it's as accessible because it's on the HRC website. I was so going to say, do you need a cat court card to see it? Yeah, I'm honestly not sure. I'd have yeah. to check. There's, but HRC like, there's good resources on there, but like being able to take that information and push it out more. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. That's a great idea. But again, we need uh, the assistance from the population to tell us what they're really looking for, what they're hoping to see. Uh, we'll come up with podcasts, whether you like it or not, uh, but we want to be there for you guys. Yeah, if so, they turn the camera on, I can just talk and just keep staring at walls and talking all day. But That's why we brought if, Tucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you want the actual pertinent information, let us know what that information is that you want. Yep, definitely. And then, so we talked about uh, our Power Hour, where it kind of stemmed from, started, how it started, where we went for, uh, where we went from there with it, how we did it on Teams and it wasn't all that great, and then it developed into a podcast, hopefully with video along with it soon, and then also the Facebook group. Do we think that there's going to be anything further from here, Sarmator, or do you think that that's the right reach? Do you think that's the right direction? So I think it's the right direction. Uh, as far as reach, I don't think you ever reached enough. Um, you know, obviously in our population, we have roughly about uh, 34,000 um, service members that we service, um, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. And so I don't think we'll ever have enough reach, um, but I do think we're, you know, we're headed in the right direction um, as far as the podcast concern, teams are concerned, the Facebook group uh, are concerned, and if you all have any other ideas uh, that we can reach you on, I don't know, um, you know, we're, we're open to anything. We'll, we're willing to do whatever it takes to reach um, the right audience, to get the information out, uh, to, you know, really just be there when they need us. I mean, I mean, it sounds cliche, but kind of at a moment's notice, mm -hmm. um, because really that's what this generation is used to. Uh, and so, you know, we have to get on board um, with that and, and show them that we are accessible, uh, that, you know, we are fully transparent, you know, anything that they, um, any questions that they have, we're willing to answer. And if we don't have the answer, we'll find it for them. Um, so I think we can always work on our reach uh, but I think we're headed in the right direction. Um, and with this podcast, obviously, it'll just, you know, increase that reach uh, that we've had and that, you know, we're getting used to because we're coming out of a pandemic. Um, and so we went from no reach at all uh, to now we're trying to get to the absolute max reach. Mm -hmm. um, and that takes time. Um, and we've only been doing this for a couple of months because we're slowly um coming out of you know uh, the pandemic we're slowly getting used to 
you know, day-to-day -day, uh, activities, you know, post-pandemic. Um, we're not completely out of it, but we're getting used to day-to-day -day activities post-pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so this also helps in that regard uh, because now you don't have to find yourself in a room full of hundreds of people uh, in order to get information. We can do podcasts like this, mm -hmm. post them, uh, and then it can be just as relevant to the listener as going to an LPD. And so that's why these are important, um, you know, in order to publish and get the information out without having to bring everybody together. Because we learned a lot through the pandemic. We learned that outreach uh, doesn't necessarily mean bring everybody in one room um, in the masses. We can, you know, get on a computer, we can get on in front of a camera, answer questions, you know, take questions from people literally you know, 13,000, 14,000 miles away in Korea, Japan, Germany, uh, without them physically having to be in our presence. So mm -hmm. I think that was one benefit um, that we saw come from the pandemic uh, is being able to communicate in dispersed operations. Um, and I think we're, you know, we're a T in that now. Um, Whether you, know, you wanted it or not, you right, figured, you figured across it Across the military, we're a T and communication um, dispersed uh, in dispersed locations. So that's where I see it going. Um, and, you know, I, th I think we're, we're heading the right direction. You mentioned LPDs a couple times, our major. Mm -hmm. I know that our, our reach is for the entire population, both E1 and E9. Can you elaborate a little bit on the LPDs for people who might be interested in those? Yeah, so we do LPDs, um, we come to the different uh, installations and we conduct LPDs for whoever uh, would like for us to conduct them. And what our general topic for the LPDs typically is, is the marketplace, the enlisted marketplace, um, talking about the enlisted manning cycle, talking about your YMAP uh, and how we go about assigning you to different locations. And so um, when we go to these LPDs, we also open it up for question and answers uh, as well. And that could be anything. That could be anything from promotion, promotion potential, to assignments and assignment potential. Um, and, I mean, we've had questions, you know, quite literally about everything. Like, you know, hey, Sergeant Major or, or Master Sergeant, how did you get to where you're at? Like, what did you do to get to where you're at? And so... That's what those LPDs typically consist of. Um, and, you know, they've been super um, beneficial uh, to the installations. And every so often, you know, we find ourselves, you know, going to different installations and conducting these LPDs. You know, we were just at Fort Bragg uh, a couple of weeks ago for uh, third ESC. Uh, they had a sustainment week um, and we were just there at Fort Bragg conducting that LPD. Um, you know, we have a couple of LPDs uh, here coming up. Um, one of note that um, we're working on is uh, Fort Hood for 13th ESC uh, is going to uh, conduct a similar um, sustainment week, uh, the same that 3rd uh, ESC conducted. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get our voice uh, heard. We're trying to let our voice be heard uh, from here from HRC uh, because when we, when I was coming up, you know, you never really heard HRC. HRC was like Oz. Yeah. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just behind, the, you know, uh, the computer. It was people you never really met. You never got a chance to see. 
uh, unless they came back, once they came back to the formation, it was like, oh, you you're were, real? Right, yeah. I, I, I knew you because I talked to you, you know, through email or over the phone. But um, now, um, you know, these service members are, they can put a face with a name. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're able to see um, who's behind, you know, assigning them to whatever location they go to. So No longer the untouchables. Right, right. It's, it's no longer just a person behind a computer or what they assumed was just a person behind a computer because, you know, remember, I mean, we have families just like they do. You know, we have, you know, um, issues, you know, life issues that come up just like anyone else uh, does. So that's also what we want to get after is, you know, we understand what you all are going through when it comes to, you know, anxiety about an assignment or, uh, you know, things like that. So, you know, we want to be able to show you know to humanize ourselves like we're not just a person behind the computer or just only responding to emails mm -hmm. um we're regular people um and you know we get assignment instructions just like they do uh and and you know we have to in process and out process just like everybody else does yep. so you know i think all of these uh, efforts that we're putting toward um reaching out i, I think that's what is going to kind of help ease a little bit of that uh, anxiety for some of these soldiers like oh, okay yeah they will answer my question or I can get them you know they are easily accessible so mm -hmm. you know that's what we want to do going forward I agree I think that's great really good really great I think one thing I'd add on for the, the LPD start maybe we're talking about the uh, we also call road shows sometimes road show briefs mm -hmm. but uh, we've done those uh, a couple different ways because we I've gone to installations like gone down to Fort Campbell gone to Fort Carson you know, go to those locations and do it in person. Uh, but also, if there's not availability or mm -hmm. travel arrangements are hard to do, we can also do them on on MS Teams. So we've done them that way before. Right. And so there's pros and cons either way. I like getting out, so I like going to the places mm -hmm. and uh, seeing things, talking to people, and having that person-to-person -person contact. But Teams does have some advantages because I can also pull up slides and all kinds of other, you know, like we do have the audiovisual stuff. Yeah, like we do in the pre-market brief. Yeah. So the pre-market brief that we started um, mm -hmm. is a brief that happens every couple months in succession with the market and then when the market happens about 45 to 90 days before the market happens we send out an email we do a pre-market brief Sergeant Tucker and I lead it along with Mr. Herbert our assignment manager any ordnance soldier can jump on there any really any soldier who's moving can jump on there but it's basically the a section of the roadshow brief Mm -hmm. It goes over assignments. It also lets you know who your assignment manager is, your talent manager is. Uh, also do this, we also do the school's contacts in there. So we're really just trying to make sure that we get information out there. We, we can be found in person. We can be found online. We can be found in your headphones with the podcast now. Really just trying to make sure that we are seen as personable and accepted as reachable people, I think, not just NCOs or leaders that sit behind a computer and force soldiers to do something. Yeah, and I, I think like the, to get after that, I remember when I first started working here, I had a lieutenant email me. And this lieutenant emailed me because the, his platoon sergeant, sergeant first class, was afraid to reach out to me mm -hmm. to ask an assignment-based question because he said, well, you know how HRC is. If I ask Branch about an assignment, I'll be going to Korea tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like, so I don't want to put myself on their radar. That's why I politely responded to the, uh, to the lieutenant. I said, like, sir, 
I already know started first class so and so. There's only so many of you guys in the unit. Only one yeah. of you is going to the market. It's him. Yeah. Like you're already on my radar. There's not a radar that you're dipping <laughs> under to just hide out at that location for 18 years. Like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we're gonna automatically snatch somebody up and force them out. Like he was afraid right. to communicate because he was afraid there would be negative consequences. Mm -hmm. Like the not communicating is where the negative consequences come from because right. I don't know what to do. I don't know how right. to handle your particular assignments. It's like a, like Sergeant Major was saying earlier. Uh, each one of those individuals has different things that affect what's a good assignment or what's a bad idea for them. The, uh, you know, whether, whether it's a family, professional, personal, whatever, all these layers that compact what's important about an assignment. If you don't come up on the radar and talk to me about it, I don't know that you've got this this concern or this opportunity that that could present itself. So, like mm -hmm. the. To, to have soldiers still have their idea that, like, oh, if I mention my name in front of Branch, they're going to snatch me up and send me somewhere. It's, yeah. like, it's like, no, the best way to protect yourself is to talk to us. Let us right. know what you're trying to do. And because uh, I, I run into the same thing with uh, even leaders. Even leadership will ask sometimes, will they ask a real pointed, weird, like, hypotheticals? So what if a soldier was in the market, but then they had a, and they'll start, like, they're like, Sergeant Major, just tell me what you're trying right. to do. Yeah. What is it? Like, oh, it's Sergeant Smith has this specific, you know, specific circumstance. There's probably already a rig for that. There's probably already a rule for that. Because most of the time when I have one of those dancing around the question kind of things, it's usually, that's a 4187 for this. That's a 4187 right. for this. It's usually a 4187 or there's some action. I can't always work everything. Mm -hmm. But there's usually, at least we can have the conversation and make sure we don't make it worse. We can usually try to find some way to help. And no topic is untouchable. I know a lot of people will say, well, that's a personal issue. So the Army doesn't care about my family life. They, if, if they wanted me to have one, they would have issued me one, that kind of mindset. And really, let us know. We care, we're people, and we want to help. You know, We can't necessarily make anything work, but if, the more we know, the more we're able to understand and be empathetic, I think. Yeah, and so one of the, that brings up a good point. So one of the takeaways that I always try to leave when I do these road shows is communication, communication, communication. Please communicate with us. Mm -hmm. Like, we are not the enemy. Um, I tell leaders that all the time. We are not the enemy, I promise. Um, but when you communicate, especially for those in the market, the best way to do it is before the market opens, before your market yes. opens. Do not wait until you're in the market. Definitely don't wait until you get your assignment. Uh, because then it becomes, you know, whether people want to believe it or not, you know, it becomes an optics thing. Uh, because you went in, you preferenced, you didn't get what you wanted. Um, and now it's like, okay, how do I get out of this assignment? Um, and while we will work those even after they get an assignment on a case-by-case -case basis, um, it's less favorable uh, than if you do it before you go into the market. Mm -hmm. uh, because then it looks like you're being reactive uh, to the assignment that you just received because you just don't want to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's why it's important that, as Sergeant Tucker said, to communicate with us early and often. Um, like you said, no topic is off limits, even personal topics. Just let us know. Uh, because again, like I said earlier, you know, we're people just like everyone else out there in the force. Uh, mm -hmm. We have families, we have family issues, we have uh, different family dynamics where, you know, uh, we have, you know, prior uh, circumstances, whether it's marriages or kids and things like that. So we understand uh, we're empathetic to some of those uh, situations, but understand that 
they're handled at a case-by-case basis. Each individual soldier is handled differently um, than one another uh, because everyone has their own set of circumstances. Mm -hmm. Now, while I said differently, um, we try to handle each situation fairly to the best uh, of our ability. Um, And that's how we come up with whatever answer or response that we have uh, for the service members. So, you know, we want them to know that even if it's a, the answer is no. It's not no simply because we just wanted to say no. Like it's no based on this, mm-hmm. or it's yes based on this. Um, but the more information we have, the better off we are um, at responding um, mm-hmm. clearly. You know, having a clear and concise um, and a thought out answer versus just very little information. Is like, what can I do to get out of this assignment? Because we do get those. Like, you know, right. what can I do to get out of Korea? It's like, well, it's not that simple. You can't just get out of Korea. You can't just get out of Fort Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, why uh, should we consider deleting you from Fort Lewis or deleting you from uh, Korea? And we handle it that you know that way uh, on a case by case basis. Each case, yep. Right. Each case is an individual, um, and we do do our you know due diligence as far as you know research and uh, understanding a person's situation. We do look back. Uh, into their records, you know, really just to verify mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, we don't want to just make a blind, res- you know, just give a blind response. Uh, again, you know, just based off of what we think or whatever our biases are because, you know, we don't we don't have biases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, everyone hears me say it in the office all the time. We deal with the facts. Um, so you give me the facts, that's how we'll make a decision based mm-hmm. on the facts. Um, and so, we just want to ensure that everybody has an opportunity to communicate and wherever you decide to communicate that's how you decide to communicate but when it comes to something official like a deletion a deferment uh, or that matter obviously there are official channels that it has to go through it can't be just the facebook group uh (laughs) hey you know does anyone know how i can get out of you know going to fort campbell like we know how you can get out of it but there's a uh, professional, right. yeah. if there's a professional approach to it and, and there's documentation that you have to submit in order to make that work. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we definitely want to ensure that people understand that as well. Definitely. I think that, that the timeline that Sergeant Major mentioned is a, a good point. It kind of ties in well with like when you were talking about the, you know, the documentation and paperwork you're going to have to do is usually the earlier we catch something, the easier the fix is. Mm-hmm. And so like they, uh, a good analogy I heard was it's a little bit like uh, if you put in your pass or leave before they figure out who's working staff doing CQ, <laughs> you're, it's easier to deal, dealt with because we already know you're taking leave on those days, you right. won't get staff duty. Uh, if you know you've got a market coming up, but you know your unit's going on an NTC rotation, you know your unit's deploying, your unit's got mission for whatever, uh, and you know that's gonna be a conflict, if you contact us ahead of time and we can adjust that YMAV, that adjustment's way easier to do than having to do an operational deletion on the back end because you didn't fix it before the marketplace. Right, right. And so, like it's, the, like anything else in the army, the the bigger the problem, the more paperwork it takes to fix it. So, way before the market, you know, we can make adjustments for timelines. People want to do stabilizations. There's lots of different stabilizations out there. Anything happening before the market is always going to be easier than trying to take somebody out of a market or to get rid of an assignment once they're already in the market. And so, mm-hmm. earlier the better. I always, I always tell people the same thing: keep track of your Y maps, uh, leaders. If you got a leader book where you keep down like your soldiers, you know, like this NCO has 
two kids, a dog, and his birthday is in October, that little leader book with all that information in it, put the YMAP in there. Put it on there next to their through date. That way you know when that soldier is expected to move. Mm -hmm. People can track that sort of thing. So you know, like, hey, we've got a, a CRC rotation coming up. Jenkins, are you even going to be here? Yeah. Like it says here, your YMAP's in. No, sorry, I'm trying to get out of here. All right, right, fair enough. Now I know that. I can make decisions based on that, try to find a replacement or right. train him up or figure out what we need to do. Right. Definitely. I think we got a little off topic, but I think this was great conversation. Um, I'll keep going if you let me. You're going to have to cut me off at some point. I know, like, I know. Show, done. <laughs> um, I do want to thank both of you guys for being here. This was really great. I think it was awesome that we got to talk about where we came from, where we um, are going, and where we hope to kind of maybe not end up, but progress into. I mm -hmm. would love to see another podcast in the future talking about assignments and marketplaces, EMCs, YMAPs, how all those add up and what the acronyms even mean, because I know a lot of people confuse EMC and YMAP all the time, at least mm -hmm. for my population. So um, I just really want to thank both of you. Thank you as the viewers and listeners. Please chime in, let us know how we can uh, develop the podcast, how we can create the right content for you and make sure that we're getting all of the information to you in a timely manner. I do want to stress or mention that the podcast will come out every fourth Thursday of the month. So if you're looking for the next podcast, fourth Thursday of the month, you'll find your next one. We hope to be consistent for you, and we hope to have the information for you as well. And don't forget to look us up on our Facebook group. HRC Enlisted Ordnance Branch is the name of it. And we have two questions on there. It is, who is your assignment man? What is your CMF? And who is your assignment manager? Please don't get those wrong. Thank you, gentlemen and listeners. Thanks, everybody.